<laughs> who wants to take that one, right? <laughs> well, Lisa and I first met in real life at Christy Woodson Harvey's author event in Georgia. And it was the strangest thing because we felt like we had known each other <laughs> for ages and yet here we were new to each other and the pandemic was still going on. It was so funny. The first thing I said to Brenda when I saw her walking up, I go, oh my God, you're real. <laughs> Welcome to the Friends and Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. Four New York Times bestselling authors, one rock star librarian, and endless stories. Join Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, and Patty Callahan Henry, along with Ron Block. As novelists, we are four longtime friends with 70 books between us. And I am Ron Block. Please join us for fascinating author interviews and insider talk about publishing and writing. If you love books and are curious about the writing world, you are in the right place. Welcome to the year-end episode of the Friends in Fiction Writer's Block podcast. I am Ron Block, and have we got a treat for you this week. One of the very best things to come out of the Friends in Fiction community is our amazing Friends in Fiction official book club with Lisa Harrison and Brenda Gardner. Since they started, these two, affectionately known as PB&J, have grown their membership to 14.7 thousand members. I just checked last night. We're going to talk to these two Zibby Award-winning, out-of-this-world hosts about everything. So let's get going. Welcome to the podcast, Brenda and Lisa. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I always love hanging out with the two of you. I know. I feel like we should have martinis in hand, but yeah, well, we, we can do say and we mocktails. do. Well, nobody will know. They can't see. We can pretend. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much for having us. I'm going to ask questions that some people may know and some people may not know, but we're going to kind of get all the scoop on the two of you and what you do. So when did you start the book club? Well, the book club started not too long after the main Friends and Fiction page by a couple of months. And it kind of started with an innocent post with me freshly off having joined and, and enjoying the community and saying, hey, wouldn't it be great to have a book club? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. From there, Kristen messaged me and we started working on the particulars and here we are. That's awesome. Okay. So tell everybody that I can't imagine that this is anyone, but tell everybody what is the book club? What is it about? And what is it you do? So the book club, one thing that sets us apart, I think, there's some confusion between the main page and the book club page. But for us, we will have an author on once a month where we deep dive into the book that we read that month as a group collectively. And we do a live Q&A with the author where we talk about the book. We can talk about spoilers, which is a big plus because a lot of times we can't do that. And then we also have happy hours quarterly with a certain 
Ron Block. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, you know. I don't know who that is. Some guy, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but the main thing is our members share their books that they're reading. The community is so close. We've made so many friends. It's such a great, such a great community of readers and we get to connect with writers and it's so much fun. Like me, did you ever even imagine yourself doing anything like this? Had no, no idea. But it's great, isn't it? Although I will say, though I have always loved books and loved the written word, but that's that's always been true. But never did I imagine, even when Friends and Fiction started, that it would turn into what it has. I, yeah. think, I don't think anybody could have predicted. That's no. over 101,000 members on the main page. It's incredible. It's, it's incredible. When Brenda first asked me to co-host, I thought... This will be fun because it was in the middle of the pandemic. You know, friends and fiction help so many people get through tough times and bringing people together when we couldn't really go anywhere. And I was like, this will be great. We can talk to people online and we're talking about books. And here we are two years later. We've got the podcast. We've got the book club. It's just it's. We went to New York. It's just unimaginable. Like I just never thought, I never thought it would be like this. And what a blessing it is, you know? Yes. So uh, Brenda asked you to co-host the book club with her. Is that yes. a sequence of events? She was already a host for a couple of months. And they started off with another book club member who wasn't able to, she wasn't able to do it anymore. So Brenda and Kristen asked if I'd be interested. And I was like, of course, because I was really active on the Friends and Fiction page. And Brenda and I had never met in person, but we had, you know, commented on each other's posts and kind of were familiar with each other from the Friends and Fiction main page. So once she asked me to host that Monday, it was the very first one for me was Patty's book discussion of becoming mrs lewis oh. and from that point on she's been <laughs> stuck with me you were a goner <laughs> the interesting thing about that is of course lisa and i didn't know each other and really all we had to go on was what we were posting and interactions we had virtually which is just really an interesting uncharted way to do it that's awesome so you kind of touched on this just now, and it makes me think I want to know more. The friendships that the book club has, and even Friends in Fiction in the larger sense, has created like people that have never met each other. Talk about that, but then tell the story about when you two actually first met in real life. <laughs> Who wants to take that one, right? <laughs> well, Lisa and I first met in real life at Christy Woodson Harvey's author event in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And it was the strangest thing because we felt like we had known each other <laughs> for ages. And yet here we were new to each other and the pandemic was still going on. It was so funny. The first thing I said to Brenda, when I saw her walking up, I go, Oh my God, you're real. <laughs> you're real. <laughs> and she gave me a big hug, which, and it was during the pandemic. And at first I was like, ah, oh. 
yeah was that like, was literally oh, my first do that. my first pandemic hug like that was the first time i mine too went to hug someone and i and without thinking like i was so careful with the masks and all of the sanitizer and i just i didn't want to be around anyone and literally that was the first person outside of my mom who i was pretty much quarantined with that i just didn't even think about it i hugged and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> that's awesome so what one of the things that i know is that the two of you have become very very close and you through good and bad times and talk about your friendship and how it's developed oh well brenda and i we literally talk every single day. I, I can't remember, like, I feel like everybody now kind of thinks about life pre-pandemic or post-pandemic. It's kind of timelines are hard to nail down in this day. But for me, I cannot imagine my life without Brenda because we, we talk every day. You know, we do so much behind the scenes that people don't know. There's a lot of work that goes into the book club. And we do it because we love it so much. But I think if we didn't have each other, it wouldn't be as fun as it is. And I think because we are different, we come from different backgrounds, we live in different states, you know, on a regular day, we might have just walked by each other and never knew, never got the chance to know each other. But because of our love for reading and books, we're now pretty close friends. <laughs> She knows probably more about me than she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and we are so incredible. different. That is the funny thing. I mean, really, we might not have ever known each other, but it is like Lisa. I can't even imagine not having her to talk to about books. And we do a lot of, as she said, planning. We have to do, you know, scheduling and planning for the book club sessions and when people submit questions in advance and when they ask day of show and we have to, you know, coordinate all that. And of course our wonderful happy hours with Ron and our different guests, but it is a blast doing it with Lisa. And we talk about personal stuff too. Like Brenda, don't let the sweet face fool you. She has mm -hmm. given me dating See? advice before. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Oh, I think I've been in a text chain about some of that. <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> but that's what comes across is this genuine friendship. And I just love it. And even if you are from different states and you have all these differences, you you just connect in the middle. You really do. Yeah. So you kind of talked a little bit about the behind the scenes things. Give me like a typical day of what you have to go through to put everything together, because I think you make it look so effortless on screen. But there's a lot that goes into it. Thank you. Well, our days are different because we split, we split responsibilities. So for me, a typical day, the first thing I do when I wake up, honestly, is I look at my phone and I check for posts that are pending, participants that are pending. I make sure there's nothing on fire, like no one has said anything absolutely insane on the page or there's nothing reported. And then I go throughout my day. We check that throughout the day. Well, I check it probably five or six times a day. But when we meet, like I, I do a lot of the social media. I constantly check both pages. I run the Instagram page. And 
that takes a lot of time. I comment, I engage. I'm all about engagement. I want to talk to our members, let them know we're here. We love them. We thank them for joining. And then that's like a daily thing for me. But me and Brenda meet usually once a week to talk about everything that needs to be done and we'll assign tasks, who's going to do what or whatever. But Brenda does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that I don't have the patience to do anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Well, and she's saying that she does, and I, I think she certainly could do it, but it's sort of more of the organizational part. It's, um, putting together uh, the questions that are submitted for the authors and the backgrounds of authors, uh, all of the things that are included in what we term the run of show, and then scheduling the Zooms to stream live to Facebook. I I take us live um, to Facebook because Lisa stresses out over it. (laughs) And I'm usually responsible to Brenda. I'm responsible for all screen sharing that goes on. <laughs> and the newsletter as well. We split. I did the newsletter for about a year, and now it's Brenda's turn doing the weekly newsletter, doing the updates. She does that, and we just there's things that come up all the time. Typically, when members have questions, they'll send them to me, so I'm constantly replying to people or. They might follow up, oh, hey, I want a book, or is this okay to post on the page, or, you know, things like that. So I do a lot of that, too, which is fun. And I'll screenshot, and I'll send it to Brennan and go, what do you think about this, and what do you think about that? So it's definitely a part of our daily life. Like, I I can't go a day without, even when I was on vacation in Cancun, I told Brenda, I'm totally unplugging. I'm not doing anything. I'm not looking at my phone. And it's like, yeah, oh, she didn't. I she went didn't about a day and I was like, oh, that needs to be approved. And she's still <laughs> texting me on her vacation oh, yeah. in Cancun. I, I, will not, say, I, could... I don't know. I think Lisa is the more approachable of us. <laughs> Must be because so many more people message her. But we do have kind of this running joke, Ron, about (laughs) one of our security questions on the book club page is name one of the founding authors of Friends in Fiction. (laughs) Oh, dear. And um, for some reason, a lot of people say Brenda. Yeah. Even even before we had our official name change to you know, the Friends of Fiction official book club with Brenda and Lisa. It was just the Friends of Fiction official book club. And it would say, name a founding um, author of the of Friends in Fiction. And it would say Brenda. So we have this whole, and I'm like, what? I can't be a founding member? Like, what am I, you know, chopped liver? <laughs> so we have this joke. Every time it comes up, we'll screenshot. And then every now and then someone will say Lisa. And I'm like, woohoo. So we're like, Brenda, 4,692 to Lisa, six. Yes. <laughs> so you're competitive. Okay. okay. Yes, we are. Well, I'm seeing a new side to both of you. <laughs> okay. So one of the things that I think people want to know is what brought you to this point in life? Tell us something about your professional and life journeys that you're willing to share with people. Brenda? Yeah, you, Brenda, you go first. 
Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I was a journalism major for my undergraduate degree and worked at, in print journalism for a few years before moving into PR and then into some totally different fields. But I've always loved reading and and, and words. And the English language is just amazing. There, There is the exact right word and phrase for everything. And so that happened early on, even when I was in high school and worked for the high school newspaper, which they probably don't even have anymore. But <laughs> So that happened. And then I moved into local government, which doesn't have much of an affiliation with the book club, but it still kind of led me to where I am today. But always there has been books and a love of libraries. And I, I think that kind of brings me forward. Awesome. Lisa, what about you? For me, I have always loved reading as well. And reading has always been a part of my, of my life, no matter what I, what I'm doing. And I've, I've done a lot. I've had my hand in a lot of pots. I currently work for a financial advisor, but I have done voiceover work. I've always been a marketing and social media executive for companies. And I still do some of that now. And I also, I got my degree in theater arts, which a lot of people might not know. Or or they'll be totally shocked by that. (laughs) (laughs) The drama. She's she's not dramatic (laughs) at all. I got my, a minor in Spanish and I love acting. Like I loved it so much. Right. When I graduated from college, I thought I would move to New York and try my hand at acting, but that didn't happen. I've always, I've done a lot of things, acting, I've done press, interviewing people. I've always had some type of performance in my life. When I was younger, I was a gymnast, I was a cheerleader, I was a dancer. I've done so many things. And the one constant, no matter what I'm doing, is I was always an avid reader. Once a week, my mom took me to the library to pick out my books for the week. And I'm so grateful to that because I love to stay busy and do things. And that's just the one constant that I've had, no matter what. I've always loved to read, whether it's scripts, whether it's books, whether it's things that I've written. I just love it. It's so much fun. You know, that just made me think that is exactly why the pandemic, why we found such community in the pandemic with Friends in Fiction and the book club, because we were restricted physically Mm-hmm. from going places and moving around. But when you're reading, you can just take in the whole world. And there, yeah. there wasn't that restriction. That, yeah. And that just struck me as you said that. It gave you the ability to escape from the horrors that we were living in, you know, and yeah. also to connect with other people. Like, you know, I was event planning and I'm always on the go And all of that just stopped. And it was like, oh, my gosh, that was the only thing, you know, reading and friends and fiction definitely saved me. 
Yeah. We hear that so often from members of Friends in Fiction and the book club, just how, how it really did get people through some really rough times. Okay. Give me one title of a book that you remember well from childhood. Brenda. The Secret Garden. Love it. Lisa. Definitely. Weathering Heights. Ooh. I know. Crazy, right? I read it when I was like 11. Did you understand it? Not as much as I do now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because that question always throws me because I'm like, oh, think of a child book. Think of a children's book. And it would be so easy to be like Harry Potter. But when I was a kid, Harry Potter wasn't out. (laughs) That's true. Me neither. Although I do remember (laughs) another one, a science fiction. It was A Wrinkle in Time. I don't know if you read it, Lisa, but I loved that one, too. Yes. I loved The Babysitter's Club. I loved those books, The Babysitter's Club. Those are very, very popular still to this day. They're still very Mm -hmm. popular. Okay. So let's kind of reminisce a little bit more and um, talk about some of your favorite memories of the book club and of the bigger friends and fiction family. Some of the things that you've gotten to do, people you've gotten to talk to. Let's dish Ooh. well i have to well, let say, lisa take that one I'll start, <laughs> oh your I'll turn's start. coming up you with got, it brenda you got a lot too because there's so many there's so many things like i still mm-hmm. pinch myself thinking about some of the authors we've had on the people that we've had the chance to chat with you know it's incredible but My main page, Friends and Fiction Memory, I think, meeting Brenda and Christy on the same day and was really cool. That was a really, that was a big moment. But for me, the first time I saw Kristen Harmel in real life since all of this, because she's the reason I'm here. Mm -hmm. My love for her runs deep. But I first met her in 2009 at a book signing in Atlanta, and I didn't know anything about her books, but she was so cool. She was so sweet. And we became friends on Facebook and I just watched her career grow. I watched her switch to historical fiction and that she found her her niche and just took off. So seeing her again since all of this, knowing that she was the reason I got involved when I first saw her at Foxtail last year, it was kind of emotional because it was like, oh my gosh, when I first met you over 10, however many years that was, I never would have thought, you know, you just, you never know how you're going to impact someone else's life. And I honestly don't think she'll ever understand how much she impacted mine. So that was a moment. And also having Jasmine Guillory on and speaking with her, when we had her on the book club discussion, that was another moment because I've been a fan of hers for a long time. And going to New York as Zibby Award nominees and leaving as Zibby Award winners is probably the biggest moment, not just for friends and fiction, but one of the biggest moments I've had in my life. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. It was our first trip to New York for both of us. Whirlwind weekend. (laughs) It was just incredible. All of our authors, though. That's why I don't want to sit here and name them all, because I don't want to 
feel like we're forgetting anyone or leaving anyone out, but we've had some amazing New York Times bestselling authors, authors that you see on TV. It's just incredible. And they know us. That's the thing that blows me away. Of course they know you. Of course they know you. So Brenda, tell us some of your highlights. Well, there's a, you said, of course, they know you, but this is kind of a funny story. And I'm backtracking to some of Lisa's points. That first time that we met Christy Woodson Harvey in Georgia, I was not sure I could make it. But and we got into a lot of traffic, but I, I was able to make it. But Christy didn't know. She knew Lisa was coming. And um, yeah. Anissa, who I'll mention in a minute, who was a just fabulous book club supporter and 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 worker on the page but she didn't know I was coming and I thought well that's not going to be any big deal because what will Christy you know care that I'm here (laughs) that was my thinking (laughs) and so Kristen Christy was in the middle of her presentation to the group when when my significant another came up uh, and and entered the room, and in the middle of Christie's sentence that she was uttering to this group, she kind of turned and said, "It's Brenda. Brenda's here. Brenda's here." Uh-huh. <laughs> and I she kept ran telling over Brenda, and I was me. like, "Yeah, it was I told so her. touching." I told her, I was like, "She's gonna freak out," and Brenda's like, "No, she's." I'm like, "Yes, she is." <laughs> well, and yes, it she was is. so like. We hadn't seen each other in person, so it was another moment like this is a real person, you know, and growing relationships with them and just meeting our book club members in person. Yeah, I I guess New York City is a big one of those when we met our New York, New Jersey ladies for brunch on that Sunday was just absolutely amazing. But I I will share something a little personal that a lot of people didn't know but when we had our first year anniversary for the book club or when it was supposed to be held I I lost my significant other that week and we had to reschedule but my birthday was about a month after that and this was a really special thing for me that Lisa and Anissa and Joe Denna did we had a birthday weekend in Greenville which is halfway between Lisa and I, and Joe Denna surprised me by driving from North Carolina to be there that Sunday. And it was just so touching because it had been just a horrible, you know, time for me. And it it just meant so much to be surrounded by people who cared. That is the heart of the Friends in Fiction the book club and everything that that caring about each other, willing to drive and and supporting. And for me, that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So that thanks for sharing was, that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. weekend was amazing. We had such a good time and it was the first and the only time that the four of us were all together in person because Jodena and Anissa are both admin, admins on the book club page. And it was so important that we did support Brenda. We had this whole weekend and the Fab Four, they were in on it and they totally supported us. 
and we took fun photos. We had little paper, <laughs> paper fab for pictures and we brought them with that's, us to the boozy brunch right. and we took pictures and we did a happy hour picture with Ron too. Yes. I was going to say, let's not forget the martini that Ron had in between us yeah. with his little, you know, his little I know it was flat Ron. It, it was so yes, sad. I had to order an extra martini just for flat ron i had to drink it it was terrible well flat ron appreciated that very much <laughs> so so you mentioned anisa and anisa i know you all just recently released the 2023 reading challenge for friends in fiction and that's moved from the main friends of fiction page over to you all can you tell us a little bit about that Anissa has run the reading challenge on the main Friends and Fiction page this past year, and we're winding up with December now. So we had an opportunity to move the reading challenge to the Friends and Fiction book club page, and that was pretty exciting. Anissa has been, been doing a great job running it. And so she came up with some ideas, and Lisa and I met with her, and we just came up with a list of what we hope are, are 12 interesting, you know, um, different reading prompts that people can expand their horizons with, that they can read some things that they probably wouldn't have read before. And, you know, hats right. off to Anissa yes. for the work she's doing on the page. She is a powerhouse in approving posts and, and, and keeping track of things. For sure. And uh, we are really looking forward to having the having the reading challenge on our page this year. Agreed. And, and people can certainly find that on your Friends in Fiction official page. OK, time for you to tell us what are the upcoming events we have to look forward to? And they're well. not secrets, right? They're not secrets. Well, yeah, you, I mean, we, we do like we to do keep have secrets some from secrets. Me. I know you do. <laughs> And some of the secrets we're, we're not, we'll share with you at our next happy hour, which we'll get to when that is. But oh, we are ending the year with a book club discussion of The Perfect Love Song with Patty Callahan Henry on Monday, December 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And we are kicking off 2023 with our very first nonfiction book club discussion, which is exciting. And that's going to be Bookends with Zibby Owens on January 23rd at 7 p.m. Eastern. And all of our book club discussions are live on our Facebook page. Then in February, we have The Vibrant Years by Sonali Dev on February 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And oops, I almost forgot. We have Happy Hour with a certain Ron Block on <laughs> February 9th. At 7.30 p.m. Yeah, Eastern. don't leave and him we out. May, we may have a special guest, but... Oh, Lord. Who knows? <laughs> not Another Ron. Secret. Because we're not telling you. You don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll see if and I'm going to show up or not. <laughs> we know where you live. So March, we're going to end the quarter for March with... Oh my gosh, we're, we're super excited about all of these. But me and Ron had a little connection about this book. The House of Eve on March 20th by Sadiqa Johnson. Also 7.30 or 7 p.m. Eastern time. 
That is so we have amazing. a great first quarter of 2023 planned. And That's we awesome. will share our March, April, and May picks during happy hour on February 9th. That's wonderful. I mean, this is just going to keep growing and growing. You two are just something else. Oh. Where can people find you out more online about you? We're on Instagram at the Friends and Fiction Book Club, or it's just Friends and Fiction Book Club on Instagram. And we're on Facebook. And you can watch all of our back episodes on our YouTube page, including Happy Hours with you. <laughs> oh, my God. They live forever? <laughs> they live forever. Oh, no. Oh, there's a few things I'd like to take back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a buzzword, a drinking word for the next no. one so we can get you really loose. <laughs> I'll get elfed up, right? <laughs> You'll get elfed oh, no. up. <laughs> Brenda's like, oh, no. I was just going to say, we're really excited about our Instagram page because that's the newest uh, outreach. And that did require some remedial training on my ref my part by Lisa. <laughs> because Facebook seems so much more intuitive to me than Instagram. But nonetheless, we're there and, and you can find us in either place. And what a great way to learn about everything that the reading challenges, what you're up to, upcoming events, and even just your daily lives. Sometimes it's really nice to add that in and, and it makes people feel more connected. So great job on all of that. And our personal Instagram, I'm Lisa Gets Lit. And Brenda And is... I'm Brenda by the book. Brenda by the book. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you two for being here. You are beyond amazing. Oh, amazing. Thank you. You've given readers across the nation a safe place to land, to laugh, to share, and to feel a part of a wonderful community of book lovers. Your passion is infectious, and everybody feels like they're your best friend. So don't ever change that and know how much you are loved and valued. Oh, my gosh. You're going to yeah. make me tear up this end of year. But, Ron, I have to circle back and say thank you so much for doing happy hours with us because you're you're permanently our co-host at this point. Like oh, It's no longer a guest. <laughs> no. We're just so grateful to have you on and what you do with the podcast is amazing. And you're such an inspiration to your book recommendations and picks people look so forward to. So we just want to thank you for giving us another outlet on the book club page that our members truly, truly love. And we love you and adore you too. So it's, it's you. one of my favorite, favorite nights is to hang out with the two of you. So wow. it's a mutual, it's mutual. And I want to say ditto to that, Ron. I think you are fabulous. And I also do want to say to our book club members who have made this such an amazing, warm community. I can't imagine the last two years without you. So I want to yeah. say thank you to our book club members, too. It's yes. been awesome. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As we wrap up this year of podcast episodes, it's important to acknowledge some very important people. To every guest who has joined us on the podcast, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for sharing your work, yourself with us, and the entire podcast listening community. To the people who record, produce, edit, and package our episodes, there's not enough words to convey our huge gratitude and help in making us sound like we know what the heck we are doing. <laughs> 
And finally, to you, our listeners, it's your support and attention that allows us to keep this pod train chugging. Personally, I can't believe I get to do something I absolutely love and never, ever had a clue that it's where I would end up. Thank you all. And here's hoping you have a fantastic 2023 filled with new books, new ideas, and more friends in fiction. Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in to the Friends in Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. Tune in every Friday for another episode. And you can also join us every week on Facebook or YouTube, where our live Friends in Fiction show airs at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are so glad you're here. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.